It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm starving. On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings, which has some of the most ridiculous no-brainer offers I've ever seen for the Super Bowl on Sunday. I'll tell you about that a little bit later, whether it's the DraftKings app or the DK Sportsbook app. Free money. Tell you about that a little bit later. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, kind of your classic journeyman, basically like the entire Chiefs offensive line in the Super Bowl. Got cut a few times, bounced around. Would have been really nice if I landed on one of those teams that has Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, but I digress. Check me out on social at Ross Tucker NFL. Check out the shows at Ross Tucker Pod. Whatever, by the way, social media platform you're on, Twitter, the Gram, or IG, or whatever you want to call it, uh, Facebook, we're everywhere, dude. We're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And when I mean we, I don't mean just me. I mean the star of the Fantasy Feast podcast, the owner of all he oversees at FantasyPoints.com, the single best fantasy football information website on planet Earth, Joe Dolan, at FG underscore Dolan. And take this as a compliment, Joe. I don't know why. You look like a pro golfer to me today. Like, I, I think it's the hat. Is that a collared shirt or like a zip up? Oh no, look- this is this is actually a a King's Classic fantasy football shirt. But no, I appreciate that golf. I uh, I, I called you golf. I appreciate that, Ross. Um, if I uh, Dan Patrick, his radio show uh, a few years ago had a question, and it was just a caller question, just a fun poll. And the poll was, if you could be a Hall of Famer in any sport, what would your answer be? And I. Uh, you know, I do do I do fantasy football for a living, but I sure as hell would pick golf to be the Hall of Famer. Because, I mean, even if you have a Hall of Fame golf career and you retire at 50 and don't even go on to play on the Champions Tour, you could still kick your buddies' asses for the rest of your life. So, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's like I, Ross. I, I I'm sure you've played some pickup football in your day, but when's the last time you strapped on uh, shoulder pads and a helmet? Don't talk about that, Joe. Uh, it was August 25th, 2007. You're gonna make oh. me cry uh, oh. because you're right. Because once it's over, it's over, and you can never play again. So you're a thousand percent correct. You're also gonna make me sad. There's only one game left. We got the one Super Bowl more. on Sunday, the only game left, uh, but we, at least we have one more left, Joe. And I should remind everybody, the next few weeks are going to be incredible. I mean, between diving into best ball, diving into dynasty, some of the guests that we have lined up, you got to keep it here on the Fantasy Feast podcast. If you like dynasty, there's dynasty theory and ball blast and all kinds of things. You also need to go to fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST. But I digress. Let's start with this, Joe. It's the Super Bowl. You can play a single game Super Bowl DFS slate at DraftKings on the regular DraftKings app. Is there any different advice? I mean, 
you really got to go YOLO on this one, Joe. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people talk about defense special team. Like, you really got to go crazy to try to have a chance to win this one, right? Yeah, and I mean, um, like, defense special teams, kicker, things like that. Um, and maybe somebody who isn't, like, a sexy name, like a Daryl Williams, somebody for, like, your captain spot or something like that. Just try to diversify here. The good news about this game, Ross, is obviously with the high total, you expect a lot of points to be scored. There, In theory, there should be points coming from an unexpected source. You know, we saw in the NFC Championship game last week, uh, two weeks ago at this point, we saw Scotty Miller score at the end of the first half. Ross, I was pounding the table uh, uh, before the championship games. One of my favorite plays for that week was Cameron Brait. He got in the end zone, fortunately, because he only caught three passes. So, like, you're, these are the kind of guys that you're going to have to try to diversify with. Maybe somebody like a Mecole Hardman who, you know, from my perspective, he's kind of replaced Sammy Watkins as the worst good player in the NFL because, you know, he almost changes the entire game with the fumble of the punt and then changes it again as they put the ball back in his hands and he has that long run just uh, a short time after that. So somebody like Nicole Hardman, these are the kind of guys that you might look to diversify with with your lineups. Now, I mean, obviously, you know, Brady, Mahomes, those guys are going to be chalky. Travis Kelsey is going to be a very chalky captain on the DraftKings slate. Uh, is Antonio Brown going to play? You know, somebody like that who people might not have on the forefront of their minds because he hasn't played in a number of weeks. So those are the kind of things I'm looking at if I'm building a showdown lineup for the Super Bowl. With the understanding, Ross, it is hard to cash in a one-game slate, especially in a game slate that everybody's going to be playing and everybody has their eyes on and everybody's been analyzing it like like crazy for two weeks. You know what would – I mean – you know what would really be crazy, Joe? To go with, like, Chad Henney or Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> I mean, if one of the quarterbacks gets hurt, you you win. Yeah. And there is a thought process there that, I, I mean, I, I don't support that thought process. But there is a thought process, and there are people in the industry who have, on these one-game slates, punted quarterback. And essentially said, I'm going to pay for every other good player in this game. And if you're, uh, but I mean, you're taking a one in a hundred chance here that somebody gets hurt. But like, you know, Mahomes has been dinged up, and the offensive line is is banged up. I think what is it for the five starters, Ross? Uh, uh, weren't full time starters for that offensive line, so. You know, you saw how how Shaq Barrett and JPP wrecked the NFC Championship game against a Packers line that was ma- missing David Bakhtiari. So maybe that's something you you go at, and you and obviously you saw the Chiefs trust Chad Henney when he goes in there. But I mean, that is, you want to talk Yolo Ross? That's be that's beyond Yolo. That's Yolo, and I'm going to die tomorrow, Yolo. That like that's you know that's not just hey you only live once, but ah, I think I got 35 years left now. That that is. That is, I plan on jumping off a cliff tomorrow, Yolo. I do like the idea, Joe, of having your receivers be like Sammy Watkins and Antonio Brown or something like that. But then, of course, yeah, you know, if one of them's a total goose, then you're going to be in trouble. But that is Yolo. Um, 
So who are the guys, again, just, just to recap for people that you would strongly consider having in your variance lineup? Yeah, I think Nicole Hardman would be one for me. Um, obviously, keep an eye on the status of Demarcus Robinson, who's on the COVID list. Um, if he can't go, somebody like a Byron Pringle, see if there's going to be uh, – and that's also for prop bets. See if there's going to be any prop bets out there for that as well. Sammy Watkins, who hasn't played. Antonio Brown, who hasn't played in a while. Scotty Miller. Um, you know, I actually think – I think a lot of people now have kind of figured out that Cameron Braid has become one of Brady's favorite targets in the red zone in this postseason. So I might look to Rob Gronkowski as somebody to, you know, it's the Super Bowl. He's been on this stage before, all that all that anecdotal jazz. I think maybe he's somebody that you can look to in your lineup. But you always want to, if you're creating a lineup for a showdown, you are you want to make a roster where your captain who's getting a, a point and a half for every uh for every fantasy point that he gets on this these showdown slates you want an offense uh, uh you want a a lineup that makes a lot of sense for him so like for instance i said i think travis kelsey's going to be a pretty popular uh captain well then maybe i want to stack the other side in my regular lineup because if travis kelsey you think's going to catch 10 passes for 160 yards and a touchdown then by by nature, that suggests the Buccaneers are going to have to throw the ball a lot in this game as well. And you want to load up Tom Brady with some of his weapons. Got it. All right. Um, speaking, by the way, of no-brainers, before we get into some of these prop bets, Joe, because I want to go through quarterbacks, running back, wide receiver, tight ends. I mentioned earlier, the two offers that DraftKings has is just absurd. I mean, and by the way, all players, not just new players, can do it. DraftKings Sportsbook is going to double your money if a touchdown scored in the big game. You, you can put $50 down for a touchdown to be scored. If a touchdown scored, you get $100. So that's basically free money. Then the big game prediction challenge is awesome. It's up to $55 million in total prize. I asked him how this works, Joe. It doesn't start till the fourth quarter. So you have on even the first three quarters. You, you, you fill out these predictions – for free, by the way, and you get an instant prize between $3 up to $25,000. So I think like four people are getting $25,000 just for doing this prediction challenge, DraftKings Big Game Prediction Challenge. Just make sure when you do either, you use the promo code ROSS. That's the key at the DraftKings Sportsbook or DraftKings DFS app. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey being only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash prediction challenge slash DFS for details. Gambling problem call 100 Gambler. All right. Now we shall get into it. And we shall start with the quarterbacks. There's yards. There's touchdown passes. There's interceptions. There's pass attempts, pass completions. The yards right now at DraftKings, Joe. Patrick Mahomes, 325 and a half. Tom Brady, 295 and a half. Your thoughts? Well, I think it makes sense. I mean, when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs offense, obviously this has been a pass-first offense. I mean, Andy Reid's been pass-first since the Cretaceous period. So we know that Andy Reid is going to come out throwing the ball. 
But you just look at the simple facts. When these two teams met in week 12, Carlton Davis got eaten alive by Tyreek Hill. He was the man matchup when the Bucs played man on Tyreek Hill, got eaten alive, gave up over 200 yards in the first quarter to Tyreek Hill. Um, and, and also you look at just the nature of the Bucks' defense, one of the best defenses all season long against the run. Um, if they're not number one in DVOA, uh, they're close to it against the run. And you just know damn well that uh, Kansas City is going to decide, okay, we're going to come out. And if you're going to try to stop the run, you're really good at stopping the run. We're, we're going to throw the football. So I expect Kansas City is going to come out and throw the football. Tampa Bay, by the way, is the number one uh, football outsiders DVOA rush defense. They're number five against the pass. So certainly not a, a big drop off there. And that is where the game is going to be decided because Kansas City's strength is the pass game. Everybody knows it. I don't have to tell you that. Hill had a massive game against Tampa Bay. Mahomes was brilliant in that game. More, maybe, maybe his best performance of the year against Tampa Bay. Just looked like he was in total control. Obviously, you know, you have to worry about Tyreek Hill and these secondary speed receivers. But the, the game is going to be dictated by what Tampa Bay's defense can do at the line of scrimmage. And I'm not breaking any news there. We saw that defensive line. Sacking Aaron Rodgers five times, that was the deciding factor, in my opinion, in the NFC Championship game, which was obviously a back-and-forth game. But if they can get to Mahomes, JPP, Shaq Barrett, Todd Bowles is going to come at them with some intriguing blitz packages. Patrick Mahomes against that pass rush is going to decide the game, but I do not anticipate Kansas City is going to run the ball in this game nearly as much as Kansas City ran the ball in last year's Super Bowl. You might remember Damian Williams had a good uh, case for the MVP in that game. He was the first player in Super Bowl history with over 100 rushing yards with both a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. I'll be honest, barring like Nicole Hardman or Edwards Alaire or Daryl Williams busting off a super long run in the 60 to 70 yard range in this game, I would be stunned if Kansas City had a 100 yard rusher in this game. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. Patrick Mahomes has never thrown over 350 yards in a playoff game, correct? I believe that is correct, Ross. And and look, I, I mean... You, I like you know, the under. All I'm saying is I like the under. Interesting, yeah. And I think Tampa Bay is going to come out, and I think Tampa Bay is going to be embarrassed by what happened last time. I have a lot of respect for Todd Bowles. And uh, I, I think I have a... I, I believe that he is going to, over these two weeks, try to devise a plan to get Patrick Mahomes, maybe try to consider that he might not be 100% with that foot injury and he's going to want to get after him and pressure him and look it's Mahomes and and you always have to grade him on a curve but I think that that pass rush is going to decide this entire game totally agree it'll be those guys in particular off the edges against those offensive tackles Greg Cosell and I will have a full breakdown on tomorrow's Ross Tucker football podcast I'm looking at it right now Patrick Mahomes has seven career playoff games. He has never gone over 325. Yeah. So all seven playoff games would be under. Give me the under 325 and a half for Mahomes. 
What about Brady at 295 and a half, Joe? Well, well, I think, see, Tampa Bay is a little bit trickier for me because you saw in that game against Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, uh, or uh, well, actually it was a, you know, like two months ago in week 12, Steve Spagnolo coming out in heavy defensive back packages and scheming up pressures out of dime. And um, he they played a lot of dime. So Kansas City with these sub packages, you know, Steve Spagnuolo doesn't care if you run on the Kansas City Chiefs. He doesn't give a crap at all. As a matter of fact, they have, according to Football Outsiders DVOA, the second worst run defense in all of football. They don't give a crap. So I think Tampa Bay might be a little bit more inclined to run the ball in this game. And you saw Leonard Fournette. He's out there. He's Leonard Fournette, I mean, you can make the argument this three-week run in the playoffs is the best three-week run he's had in the NFL. You can make that argument with the way he's looked. Uh, I think he had a great pass protection rep in the NFC Championship game. So he's somebody with the playoff Lenny hat. He's he's all fired up. I wouldn't be stunned if Leonard Fournette and is somebody that Tampa Bay decides to lean on in this game. They are far more likely to try to, quote-unquote, establish the run than the, than the Kansas City Chiefs are in this game. And I think that would start with Leonard Fournette. And if Steve Spagnuolo is going to come out and he's going to play dime, I wouldn't be shocked if the Buccaneers say, hey, we are going to punch you in the mouth, and then we're going to throw the haymaker. We're going to get the ball down the field. Tom Brady's been throwing the ball down the field really well of late. I wouldn't be stunned if they play more of a traditional kind of offense where they're going to run the ball on early downs and then, of course, mix in some shot plays on first and second down. But Leonard Fournette and the way he's looked, maybe Ronald Jones with another week of rest, Tampa Bay views their run game as something that could be an advantage to them in this game. All right, let's get into the running backs, Joe. I'm looking at DraftKings right now, or even just the rushing props. Daryl Williams, 30 and a half. Patrick Mahomes, 19 and a half. Clyde Edwards, Elair, 30 and a half. Leonard Fournette, 48 and a half. Ronald Jones, 37 and a half. Tom Brady, half. Half a yard for Tom Brady. <laughs> Do you want the Brady amazing. sneak? Yeah, the Brady you can have a quarterback sneak. sneak, but then if they win the game, he's taking a knee, you lose it. Right. I gotta tell you right now, um, I like the Mahomes over. I like the Williams over. I like the Clyde Edwards Elaire under. I think I like Edwards Elaire is primarily passing downs. They like Daryl Williams right now. I like and, and I think Mahomes is gonna have to scramble because of the rush. 19 and a half, Joe. That's really only two runs. Yeah, and I think what they're doing is I, I think they're trying to bake in that foot injury. But I mean, heck, Ross, that could be one run for Patrick Mahomes, especially, you know, if if uh Kansas City or excuse me, Tampa Bay Todd Bowles brings a blitz and that blitz gets picked up and Mahomes doesn't have anybody any and he can escape. And you know, that's that's a huge thing as well, where Maybe you, maybe he just creates one run on the ground and gets that number. You might remember, by the way, last year, the scenario you just described happened with Patrick Mahomes. He had the over rushing yards and then took some knees and went under the total. So that could happen again as well. So keep that in mind if you take a quarterback rushing prop. I totally agree with you on Edwards Alaire. I'd probably stay away from Daryl Williams, although I think I'd lean to the over as well. I, I like the Fournette over. You know, maybe I'm just being basic here, um, understanding what Kansas City's strengths and weaknesses are in that game. Um, I think I, I took these numbers from Greg Cosell, but in that game, 
uh, uh, in that game against Kansas City back in week 12 or against uh, Tampa Bay back in week 12, the Chiefs played 34 snaps of dime. They had just one snap of base defense. So if they do the same thing, remember they won that game. If they do the same thing, that's going to open up, I think, the run game, which is going really well for Tampa Bay. I'd take some overs uh, for the Tampa Bay running game, at least when it comes to Leonard Fournette. Unbelievable, by the way, the ebb and flow of the running back position for the Bucks this year, the different guys, you know, it's, it's like going Fournette to Ronald Jones, back to Ronald Jones the whole time. Um, all right, let's get into some of the pass catchers, the receiving yards. And I'm looking at it right now. McCole Hardman's 28 and a half. Travis Kelsey, 94 and a half mm-hmm. at DraftKings. Fournette, 25 and a half. Cam Brait, 29 and a half. Sammy Watkins, 36 and a half. Seems pretty high for a guy who hasn't played in a while. Tyreek Hill, 92 and a half. Daryl Williams, only 12 and a half for Daryl Williams. Interesting. Godwin, 77 and a half. Edwards Elaire, 15 and a half. Mike Evans, 63 and a half. Antonio Brown, 40 and a half. Gronk, 29 and a half. And Scotty Miller, 20 and a half, Joe. Yeah, so uh, Daniel Sorensen, let, let's start with those tight ends for Tampa Bay. Daniel Sorensen has been kind of their ta- their uh, their man tight end when they play man in the matchup. I think Brady's going to attack that. I think that's something he's going to view both Gronk and Cameron Brate have an advantage. So I'd probably look to the overs with those tight ends, especially especially Brate at this point. But also Gronk, maybe Brady in the Super Bowl, he leans on him a little bit. You know, He's been doing a great job blocking. But um, I think those tight ends are something I look at with Tampa Bay. Again, I expect Todd Bowles is going to try to bring some pressure from Tampa Bay's defensive side against Patrick Mahomes. I like the Daryl Williams over because what that what is that, 12 and a half? One screen pass. One, one screen against an anticipated six, seven-man blitz, and that's picked up. That's all you need in that in that regard. So that's one where I'd look to the over because the great thing about these Super Bowl props is – you can look at a game and say, okay, what, what is one play that can happen that can get me that? And look, you, you look at the Gronk prop, for instance. I think he had a 29-yard tw- reception um, in the game against Kansas City last time when they played some split safety. You know, I think he had a uh, – I think he had a um, uh, – Mike Evans had a 31-yard touchdown in that game. So you look at these one plays, these big plays that can help you out – and that's where I'm looking at when it comes to these over and unders. I like you said the Sammy Watkins over under. I'm trying to feel like where I'm where I'm the the where I'm the donkey here, because when I look at that number vis a vis Michael Hardman's number, I'm like, why would I take the Watkins over and why would I take the Michael Hardman under? You'd think it, the the way that those two have been. I mean, Watkins hasn't played at all. You'd think. The Hardman's an easy over and the Watkins is an easy under. I almost feel like that's a trap, but initially, mentally, I'm thinking Hardman over, Watkins under on those two Chiefs receiving props. Totally agree. I mean, I, that, that was the, those were ones that jumped out to me for sure. 40 and a half sounds like a lot for Antonio Brown to me. I mean, yeah, because he hasn't played. And I mean, well, he's what he's like, I don't even know if he'll play in the game. And if he yeah. does, how much, how effective. So I like the under. For Antonio Brown, um, I'm with you on the other one. Scares me a little bit when I'm when I'm with you on so many of these. Anything, Joe, in terms of rushing attempts or 
receptions or touchdown or first touchdown or any of those? Yeah, so um, one of the things I'd look at for first touchdown, um, I'd look at Patrick Mahomes for a rushing touchdown. Um, I think Cameron Brait might be a very interesting kind of a kind of a first touchdown prop. I think he's sitting up there at a pretty high number. Um, the uh, it's plus three thousand for the first touchdown. Um, Patrick Mahomes is plus twenty two hundred for the first touchdown. Those are a couple I like. Our guy Tom Brawley up at FantasyPoints.com likes those as well. Uh, for long shot MVP bets, um, Leonard Fournette. I mean, it's hard to imagine. Uh, here's the thing about Kansas City. You know, if Daryl William, William, uh, Damian Williams rather didn't win the MVP last year, how is somebody other than Mahomes going to win it? But when I look at Tampa Bay, you wonder if a defensive player might wreck this game. You wonder if the run game might be the factor. Oh, Tampa Bay won this game 21-17, and although this is completely farcical, you don't win by shortening the game against Patrick Mahomes because of how fast they can strike and Leonard Fournette goes for 120 from scrimmage and scores a touchdown maybe he wins the MVP in this game maybe Jason Pierre-Paul or Shaq Barrett gets two sacks in this game Pierre-Paul's odds to win the MVP I think are 100 to 1 they're a lot longer than Shaq Barrett's but maybe that's something you look at as well for a long shot MVP but I really like Mahomes first touchdown and I really like Cameron Brait first touchdown Um, Mahomes scored uh, Mahomes can get in the end zone he's going to be healthier and Cameron Brait's been a huge red zone option for Tom Brady of late Make sure you follow this man on social media at FG Dolan. Please go to fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST to start to get ready for next year. Next year starts Monday, people. Fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST. You know about the ridiculous offers that DraftKings has for you, both of them. Use the code ROSS over there. Other than that, get fired up. It's going to be a glorious offseason of dropping fantasy football knowledge. Love me some best ball. Enjoy dynasty talk and building your teams. And then free agency, the draft will be here before you know it. We already have a new quarterback with the LA Rams that Joe and I need to talk about next week. Other than that, I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.